0: Welcome back everyone. The regular season is dwindling down and that means it's time to start looking at the stats for the season. Counting stats are always a fun thing to look at at the end of the season. We talked about this a few weeks ago but I wanted to give an update on where we're at and it's going to be a lot of fun. There's some records that have been broken that are going to be broken hopefully and it's going to be a lot of fun. So let's get started. Man, the Braves have not been playing as hot the past few weeks, but as we know, that is because they've been trimming the fat with their bullpen, seeing who's going to be on the postseason roster. They're kind of doing the same thing with the rotation, continuing to give guys like Kyle Wright and Bryce Elder starts, even though it looks like they probably won't be starters in the postseason. In fact, the report is that Kyle Wright might be used out of the bullpen. But the Braves did just beat the Cubs, And the Dodgers lost, so at the time of this recording, the magic number for the Braves to have home field advantage throughout the playoffs is 1. Which means, well I guess I should say home field advantage throughout playing against the National League teams. If the Braves win one more game at the time of this recording or the Dodgers lose one more, that means that the Braves will have home field advantage in the championship series should they make it there. As far as the American League, they are three games up on Baltimore Orioles with five more games to play. The Braves hold the tiebreaker against the Orioles, beating them two out of three games this season. So that means if the Orioles lose two games or the Braves win two games, the Braves will clinch home field advantage for the rest of the postseason should they make it to the World Series. So that's awesome. So let's talk about some records. All right, so the Atlanta Braves, when Kevin Pillar hit that home run against the Cubs in game one of the series, the Braves hit their 300th home run of the season. And that means only two other teams have hit in the history of Major League Baseball, have hit more home runs than the Atlanta Braves. The Braves hit the 300 club, if you will, joining the Yankees, And the Twins. The Twins were in 2019, and the Yankees were in the same season. The Yankees had 306, and the Twins had 307. So the Braves have five games at the time of this recording to hit seven more home runs to tie the record. They have uh, the pace that they have right now definitely puts them on pace to beat that record. They have 300 home runs in... 157 games, so that puts them on pace to hit 309.5 home runs this season. Obviously you can't hit half of a home run, so they're on pace for either they're just over 309, so it'll it'll be fun to see. It'll come down to that last game most likely to see if they break that record. It's really going to come down to if they rest guys like Ronald Acuna and Matt Olson or Austin Riley who have the highest probability of hitting home runs since they've hit the most this season at this moment in time the braves have scored 916 runs that is the most in the regular season in the modern era passing the 2003 braves who had 907 runs and as far as overall that trails that will be the most since 1897 when the bean eaters had over a thousand runs so Uh, In fact, the Bean Eaters in 1897 had 1,025. The the 1894 Bean Eaters had 1,220. And the 1893 Bean Eaters had 1,008. So that was never going to happen. But modern era, the Braves have set the modern era for the most runs in franchise history in a single season. As far as run differential, they also are on pace to have the largest run differential in modern era as well. Of course, they do not match the eighteen ninety seven bean eaters or any of those other bean eater teams I said. Except for the the one where they scored twelve hundred and twenty runs. They actually do beat that run differential. But the Braves currently have a run differential of two hundred and thirty one, which is the best in major league baseball, and this would be their best run differential since 1998 when they had those 106 wins they're right behind pace to catch the 98 Braves in terms of run differential The 98 Braves had a run differential of 245 where this year the Braves have a run differential 231 the Rays by far have the best run differential in Major League Baseball the second best team is 204 with the Dodgers and then third place is Tampa Bay with 191 the Braves could catch the 98 Braves But the chance of their run differential jumping 14 runs in 5 games is is fairly slim. Especially with the odds of them resting players near the end. But we'll see. It's still really impressive. Uh, They still would have to win out the rest of their games to match the 98 Braves regular season. But if they don't match the 98 Braves on those two things, do you know that those would be the the second highest in the modern era? Uh, as far as run differential and wins in a single season. One thing I wanted to say about the Atlanta Braves' home runs in a single season is that we know that they broke their own record for a single season home runs. That's already been broken. But one thing that's the most impressive to me is that when the Twins broke the record in 2019, second place was the New York Yankees, only one run, home run behind them. The Braves have been so impressive against the rest of the league that they have 60 more home runs than the second-best team, while the Twins only had 50 more than the fifth-place team. That's how much of a differential that the Braves have been against the rest of the league this year. They have been well above league average in home runs per team because we know back in 2019, home runs were being hit at a record pace due to the ball that they were using. And other factors, of course. So, back to single season records for players. It looks like Ronald Acuna might break the top 10. He currently has 8.1 wins above replacement. To break the top 10, he needs to get at least 8.3, which J.D. Drew had in 2004. So, it looks like it's going to happen. As we know, defensive metrics do not favor Ronald Acuna because of his outfield range we know he has an elite arm but range weighs a bigger factor on defense than the arm does unfortunately but if we look at offensive wins above replacement this season Ronald Acuna is already tied for fifth and with 8.2 and he just needs to get to 8.5 to catch Eddie Matthews for fourth all-time. So he's tied it with Hank Aaron's 1967 season. Right now, Ronald Acuna is not going to break. It doesn't look like he's going to break the top 10 in slugging percentage. But what's interesting is that his expected slugging percentage is 666, which would have placed him third all-time, beating out Freddie Freeman's 2020 season. So unfortunately... Ronald Acuna has been a bit unlucky this year. If he would have, his metrics, if his on-field metrics would have met his expected metrics, he would have definitely been in the top 10 and would have been in in the top three. Just to put in perspective of what type of year he's having. A lot of Ronald Acuna's counting stats have been due to the amount of times he's been up to the plate. He's already up to 718. That puts him fifth all-time and it looks like he will pass Marquise Grissom and Andrew Jones for third and fourth if he continues to play for the rest of the year. It looks like he has a shot of being second or third place. He might even beat Raphael for call at 734. Uh, Let's do some math real quick. He has the possibility if he plays the rest of the games to get 25 more plate appearances, which would put him at first place all-time for plate appearances in a single season so it's definitely doable if they don't rest him so we'll see Ronald Acuna currently is seventh all-time with 144 runs scored at the time of this recording he would need three more to pass Hugh Duffy from the 1893 season he does already have the most runs scored since the century has turned to the 1900s so He does have the most runs scored in a single season since 1897. 18, that's right, 1897, when Billy Hamilton had 152. He would have to score 160 to catch Hugh Duffy from 1894, but it is definitely doable that he can catch up and make a few more ranks because he'd need 147 to get 6th, 149 to get 5th, and 152 to get 4th. Currently, Ronald Acuna has 211 hits. That places him 8th all-time for Atlanta Braves. And no one has hit more than that since 1974. It's been that long since someone has had as many hits as Ronald Acuna for the Atlanta Braves. A lot of these old counting stats where offense was far outweighed pitching, Uh, And players put, you know, it it just shows how impressive Ronald Acuna has been. Ronald Acuna currently is second already all-time in total bases. He would have to get 14 more on the rest of the season to catch Hank Aaron. So I'm not quite sure that would happen. uh, But it's very, very, it is still within the realm of possibility that he could have the all-time record. He's at 376 right now, second all-time. That's what the greats like Chipper Jones, Eddie Matthews, Hank Aaron—you know all those guys that always get a ton of total bases because of their power—and also interestingly, Matt Olson already is tied for tenth all time with 359 this year. So keep an eye on Matt Olson too. It's not just the Ronald Acuna show this year, which is awesome to say. Any other year, Matt Olson would be in the conversation for MVP. Uh, but people don't talk about him nearly as much as they should this year. And that's okay. We get it. Ronald Acuna is having one of the best seasons of all time, so I get it. But Matt Olson too, is in the top ten in this category. Matt Olson definitely has a chance to pass Chipper Jones' 1999 season and tie Eddie Matthews for eighth place with 363. That'll be fun to watch. As we know, Matt Olson already holds the single season record with home runs and a single season with 53 passing Andrew Jones in 2005. But let's see how many more Matt Olson can get. I mean, we want to break that single season record for home runs and he has the highest chance of helping because he has the most. So let's see that number continue to rise. That would be awesome. You know, we've talked about the modern day era. RBIs in a single season with Matt Olsen, but to have the franchise record all time, including since the 1800s, Matt Olsen has 134 RBIs as it stands right now. That's third all time behind 1953 Eddie Matthews and 1894 Hugh Duffy. So he just needs one more RBI to catch Eddie Matthews for second place. He would need 11 more to catch Hugh Duffy from 1894. I don't think that's going to happen but it still is pretty cool. You know what's funny is someone asked me on the radio a few weeks ago, or maybe it was at least a few weeks, probably a month or two ago, what's more likely, Matt Olsen breaking the single season record for home runs for the Atlanta Braves, or Ronald Acuna Jr. breaking the modern record for the Braves for stolen bases, which is Otis Nixon is third all-time, but has the Braves record of 72 stolen bases in a single season. Ronald Acuna is right on his tail. Ronald Acuna is fourth all-time. Ronald Acuna could absolutely pass Otis Nixon, so that's going to be pretty cool if he does. In terms of runs created, Ronald Acuna has 163 this year. That's third all-time. He just has to get two more to catch the 1999 Chipper Jones. And he would need 187 to catch Hugh Duffy. Let's just be honest, most of these records of Hugh Duffy's will never be broken, which is why you constantly hear the term modern era record or the Atlanta Braves record because Hugh Duffy's records are just truly not going get, to ever get broken. If we look at total extra base hits, Roland Acuna is tied for 10th in this category as well, and he just needs two more to jump up to 8th place. Right? Matt Olson this year is already tied for fifth place with 83 total extra base hits. So both of those guys we can watch. Matt Olson only needs two more actually to catch who I just talked about, Hugh Duffy for fourth place. So Matt Olson absolutely could jump up to fourth place. He even has a shot of jumping up to maybe third place where Eddie Matthews had 86 or second place when Chipper Jones had 87. So that would be a fun watch. Ronald Acuna has been hitting a lot more home runs lately, (laughs) which is not something you want to complain about, but it has has hurt his times on base. Remember we talked about he has the possibility of breaking the record for most times on base in a single season. He currently sits at 5th with 297. It doesn't look like he's going to catch... Chipper Jones, who has got on base 309 times in 1999, this is due to Chipper Jones walking like crazy. Uh, Ronald Acuna has 297s in fifth place. He needs one more to catch Tommy Holmes for fourth all time. That's his 1945 season. He would need 304 to tie Hugh Duffy and Billy Hamilton from 1894 and 1896 for tied for second place. So can Ronald Acuna get on base? Seven more times to tie, time will tell. It's definitely possible because he is averaging almost two times per game, so it's definitely possible. As far as catching 309, Ronald Cunha is currently on pace for 306. He's on pace for 306, so that would put him at second, just missing Chipper Jones because he's averaging 1.89 times on base per game, which is absolutely insane. (laughs) That means he's getting on base. You know, that many times per game is insane to me. But either way, that's going to be fun to see. Here's a fun one. Sean Murphy is in 10th place all time with being hit by a pitch in a single season. Some of my thought it was Ronald Acuna, because on social media, they talk about him getting hit by a pitch quite a bit, but Sean Murphy has 18 already, and as we know, he's a catcher, so he's not playing nearly as many games as the other position players, but... If he gets hit one more time, he'll be jump he'll jump up to be tied for eighth. If he gets hit two more times, he'll jump up to be tied for fifth. As far as the power dash speed stat that we talked about last time, Ronald Acuna is number one this year. It's pretty obvious he's gonna stay that way. He's the first player ever, probably with a 40-70 season. I mean he's at 51.2. Just to put this in perspective, the second best season ever was also Ronald Cunha in 2019 when he had a 38.9. So, he's already broke his own record. And the next best player was Hank Aaron in 1963 with a 36.4. So, let's just be honest. Ronald Cunha at this point is just adding on to his own record. So, that's really cool to see. Matt Olsen currently is still... Holding his place at second best all time in this per season in home runs per at bat. Every he hits a home run every 11.2 at bats. That's second all time. Don't that's just edges out Ronald Acuna's 2020 season. Of course, we know in the 2020 season it was much much shorter. That's why Ronald Acuna is way up there like that because he obviously went on a hot streak when he played in 2020. Andrew Jones was at 11.5 just to put it in perspective in his 2005 season, Henry Aaron or Hank Aaron 1971 season was the best all-time. He was hitting a home run every 10 and a half at bats. If we look at the stat win win probability added, which we won't spend too much time on this, we did an entire episode on who was better or who brought more value in terms of the Braves chances of winning versus Greg Maddox and Barry Bonds because we talked about that potential trade if Barry Bonds would have come to the Braves Greg Maddox would have not but the Braves ended up getting Greg Maddox as a contingency plan over Barry Bonds and so we point out the difference and one of the biggest things we used was win probability added well if we look at win probability added in a single season Ronald Acuna is ninth all time in a single season. However, if we look at just total players, there's only two players in Braves history that has had more in a single season. Because Hank Aaron holds all the way down. He he holds all the way down to number seven. He holds all the single season records all the way down to number 7. Dale Murphy is 8th with 6.3 in 1985, and then Ronald Acuna has 6.2 in 2023. So there is a chance that Ronald Acuna is going to pass Dale Murphy for 8th all-time and could potentially catch Hank Aaron tied for 6th all-time if he gets up to 6.7. Odds on that are pretty slim, but him catching Dale Murphy in 1985 is definitely a possibility. We know that a lot of pitching stats won't ever be broken, just how the game has changed. But I did want to point out some, because we're going to talk about Spencer Strider strikeouts, obviously. That's pretty important. But while I was looking at the numbers, some of the ones, there were some stats that really stuck out that I was like, man, I had no clue. Did you know the record holder for the fewest hits per nine-inning pitched in a single season This is for starting pitching, obviously, to be qualified? Is Julio Tehran. Yep. In 2018, he had the fewest hits per nine inning pitched with 6.250. That's really interesting. And Mike Wiltanowitz in 2018 was in third place with 6.393. And then Charlie Morton in 2021, it was fourth with 6.592. So as we can see here, there's kind of a trend in that era of time from 2018 to 2021. Hitters were not hitting the ball as often, but that's still pretty freaking cool to know that the record was is held by someone that you probably never guessed. And did you know who holds the record for the best win-loss record? Although we all know that win-loss records don't really mean or indicate how good a pitcher actually is. So let's go ahead and point that out. Just for what it's worth, because in 2005, a good example is Jorge Sosa who is a relief pitcher, in 2005 is 6th all-time. Do you remember him? Unless you paid attention, you probably don't. I remember him because that's when I was just starting to learn about the importance of wins and losses in a season, and uh, I really liked Jorge Sosa. I was a Jorge Sosa fan. But that that's just kind of goes to show you, Max Fried, in 2020, you may remember, never had a loss. Did not get credited with the loss in a single season. A single time uh, so he holds the record for a 1,000 win-loss percentage but again 2020 season so do we really count that no good for Max Freed I'm not counting that as a true record just because come on man when you pay a 60 game season the odds of it happening are are much higher but it is pretty interesting you would have never guessed that if I was just to say hey which pitcher has the best win-loss record of all time for the Atlanta Braves you'd probably guess Greg Maddox and you would be right. He has a 9.05 in 1995. Spencer Strider looks like it's actually it's almost virtually guaranteed at this point that he is going to break the record for the most strikeouts per nine inning pitched with a pitcher. As we know, he does not pitch nearly as many innings as uh, a lot of the guys used to back in the day. So he may not break you know, single-season strikeout records for Major League Baseball. But he does hold the strikeouts per nine innings pitched record with 13.54. The next closest was Charlie Morton last season with 10.727. Oh, you want to know who's in third place? Charlie Morton the season before with 10.470. Oh, and by the way, fourth place, Charlie Morton this year. Did you know that? Charlie Morton is also a strikeout beast. People don't talk about how many strikeouts Charlie Morton gets because of Spencer Strider. Charlie Morton is king when it comes to strikeouts. I guess we could say maybe not king anymore because he's been dethroned by Spencer Strider this season. But up to this point, Charlie Morton was first and second place, and this season would have put him... third place behind his own record but Spencer Strider came in and dethroned him so the top four seasons and strikeouts per inning pitched are held by two pitchers and they're both playing the same team this year so Spencer Strider, Charlie Morton. The single season strikeout record is not going to be broken in fact it never will because Charlie Buffington in 1884 had 417 strikeouts but again the game was completely different back then remember but that's why you keep hearing modern day record modern day record so Spencer Strider currently is fifth all-time even with all those crazy pitching stats back in the day of pitchers that pitched all the time he has 274 at the time of this recording that would put him fifth place all-time and two behind John Smoltz from 1996. 1996 John Smoltz had 276. That would be the modern day record. John Smoltz is 276. So Spencer Strider could catch the modern day record if he's allowed to have one more start. It's going to be interesting to see if he does get that final start with the playoffs coming up. All right, that's this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I always love looking at these stats near the end of the year and seeing if they can be broke. And this has been a super fun year with that because there are quite a few that are already in the top ten and could break the all-time record. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show if you haven't already and share it with your friends in case they don't know it exists. And don't forget that we moved to Braves Country Cooking of the Fans First Sports Network, FFSN. Just for quick search online, we'll find all the great podcasts that they have. And don't forget that you can follow the show on Facebook or Twitter at Braves Dugout Pod. We have a Facebook page, Facebook group that I am active in. And you can follow my personal Twitter at SP Sports. For any business inquiries, email the show at, BravesDugout at gmail.com. See you guys next time. As always, go Braves.